Hello and welcome to Tribal Council, a show in which two brothers who had never seen Survivor before started from the very beginning and now have seen seasons one through nine, 41 and 42. I'm Patrick. And I'm Chris. And this week we're going to talk about season 42, episode 12. Yeah, that's it. I don't have extra stuff. I do have some like random things from the internet before we dive into this episode. Um, So I saw a tweet with a suggestion that I think might actually be a suggestion that we saw last season for a way that somebody thinks that the do or die could be improved. That instead of being having to do the Monty Hall game, if you are the first person to drop out, of the challenge um you just start tribal council with votes against you so instead of being eliminated it's just like going into tribal council you already have two votes against you oh that's rough or one vote against you or something like based off of how the numbers but like so you already have like a little bit of an edge against you and so it might mean that other people are like okay should we just go with the flow and do that or do we need to rile up enough numbers to like push it the way we want to go oh i kind of like that I had it could be a like, lot of like it could be like strategized against so it's not just like a dumb luck it's like you could actually like work and like rally up votes to put on somebody else to outweigh what you already have against you oh, okay i would like that more i don't really like that more than it is right now because i don't like what it is right now um i also think that any of those like weird things like the do or die or even like the split tribal council and stuff that they've been doing the past couple seasons would be better done on even numbers like do or die happened at final seven and i think that like having one vote against you going into tribal council would be more interesting if it was like final eight or final 10 because then it is like oh well you know we could split 4v4 but like that actually is going to be the tiebreaker or something oh yeah and i like we saw like in all-star season eight them have discussions about like oh the odd numbers are the times when it's like best to make the good moves because you can it's easier to like convince people to do a four to three than it is to do a five to three or something like that yeah um and so i feel like yeah i would want to keep those like as clean as possible yeah, I thought it was an interesting idea. Another thing I saw stat information was that with Omar leaving this week that we're going to get to, um, or Omar leaving, um, that ends a streak of nine non-Taku members going out consecutively, um, which apparently the longest, it's the second longest streak on the show. The longest was in a couple other seasons when 10, a couple tribes had 10 in a row of not losing a tribe member um, yeah so that is cool. wild and then i look yeah. back to see how dominating taku has been the last seven challenges were all taku winners really except one of them that was like a they split in halves and each half got a win where high was included in a win but yeah the last last episode that we just watched has Lindsay and omer episode before that jonathan episode before that Lindsay, Lindsay. episode before that jonathan and jonathan and high so wow. all talking people. 
Yeah. So yeah, they've been dominating this in game. I mean, some of that makes sense just because numbers wise, there's more Taku than other people, but still like, um, yeah, but that wasn't the case early on, like a few episodes since ago. the yeah. merge. It's basically just been them and like Tori won twice. Right. Um, and then the, Oh, I, the graphic for confessionals too. Um, I feel like I haven't talked about that for a while. So that has like, everybody's confessional the only person that's still in the game who's had a confessional every episode is marianne i was gonna say marianne yeah uh mike had an episode without one mike jonathan Lindsay, and romeo have all had one episode without actually Lindsay's had two episodes without a confessional the others have had one but marianne's had a confessional in every single episode um but the highest average uh by a good margin actually highest amount of highest average for active players now and highest amount of confessionals is mike he's had 50 confessionals marianne or no omer was in second place with 41 so of the people still in the game mike has had 50 and second place is marianne with 37 so mike's had like a lot more wow that's really surprising to me yeah a lot of those like the past three episodes he's had a bunch um so is Lindsay uh with I think like being part of like taking over after high and stuff like that. I guess that yeah. was just really this episode and all of the discussion about high the week that he was going out. Yeah. He probably right. had a ton that time. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. And Marianne, Marianne was like a huge personality in the beginning. And then has been like a much quieter player yeah. the past few weeks until this week. Yeah. She had eight this week, which is um, almost the highest, except for Drea had nine one week. Yeah, I want, that might have been the week that she like found that knowledge is power or something like that. Maybe it was episode eight. Sounds about right. Uh, yeah. All right. Cool. So that's all I got before we just dive in. I think. Uh, yeah. Let's do it. Um. So we start after tribal council as always, like from last week. Um. Lindsay is happy that she's still here, obviously. Um. And that Drea is gone because now her advantage amulet has become a idol immunity idol. Um, they show gives us a flashback of Drea blowing up Omer's spot, which I probably should have realized was like a, they included this to kind of plant the seed of like everything that's going to happen throughout here and like Omer leaving. Well, I think that they also were just including it to there's a lot of discussion about Omer. Like weirdly, this episode, everyone kind of wants Omer out and then most people don't vote for him. Um, not really weirdly, but like it's originally Mike's idea to get Omer out. And I think that's kind of why they showed that flashback yeah. of like, Hey, here is what Mike's talking about in case you forgot. Um, right away. Omer gives the immunity idol back to Mike. Um, Mike has a kind of nice line here, even though he like wants to get rid of Omer. We see where he says that it's not his immunity idol. It's like, he's like, it's not mine. It's ours. Yeah nice um but then immediately mike says to the camera that he needs to cut omer loose send him home um we have I, mike. can we talk about mike for a second yeah i do not understand his strategy i feel like early on we were like mike's great he's such a nice guy he gets along with everybody he's clearly gonna win everybody loves mike and he has done this thing where like he gets everybody to love him he tells everybody like you know my word is my bond i always stick to my word and then he has like lied to every single person that has been voted out 
for a while. Yeah. I think it's been good play because so far it hasn't really bit him in the ass because when he's flipped on somebody to like cut them out, they're gone. And so they're not, a, they're not around to be like, Hey, what the hell, man, you flipped. On Except me. he's going to lose. <laughs> Why? Because he's pissed off the entire jury. Yeah. But they like, it all comes down to whether they res- are going to respect that play or not. Yeah, I guess kind of, I just am like, I think that everybody on the jury is kind of pissed at him. I have a hard time imagining him like, like, I think he's doing poor jury management. Yeah, but don't you, I guess, um, I don't know. Cause like Omer was very similar. Omer wasn't making it his personality that like my word is my bond and I'm an honest player. Yeah. Like, I feel like Mike is like that is Mike is talking up his like integrity in his gameplay yeah yeah that's true so that might we'll see it, it makes me think like of uh of lil in pearl islands who was like you know yeah but i i think she, a- she actually thought she was being truthful and saying she was like her word is her bond or that she was a nice person whereas like mike knows he's playing them i'm i think he knows he's playing them i'm not sure that he realizes the incongruity that he's i mean we saw like with drea's episode it was like he's like my word is my he like told somebody specific he's like yeah i know i said my word is my bond but she's gone like i was just saying it to get her close like he knows he's doing that. yeah that's fair okay i'm just i i kind of want him to get to the final three because i want to see how the jury feels about him because i am a little confused i mean he's got a very good shot he and Marianne both have idols, so they're guaranteed final four. So it just means if they can get one step farther. Yeah, that's true. Um, or I guess not guaranteed because maybe they'll do something weird where they like play it. I don't know. Um, uh, so with this, Mike tells Marianne that Omer is coming for him and he wants her to help him take him out. Um, Marianne says that she's close enough with him and uh, Mike, or oh, that Marianne says that she is close with Omer though. Uh, but Mike says that Omer's playing both sides, um, which this was an interesting conversation knowing the full episode because it later then comes down to Marion wanting Omer to go and Mike with Jonathan being like, no, let's not do Omer yet. Let's do Romeo. Romeo. Um, it is. I appreciated that they showed us all of this, though, even though that was like weirdly shifting because I, I don't know. I think Marianne should get a lot of credit for this episode as we will talk about, but I think that she felt so strongly about getting Omer out in part because like she had been chewing on this conversation since it happened. And she had been like convincing herself kind of, of like, yes, they're right. Omer does need to go. This is the time to do it. And then that is what, like why she was so steadfast on it at the end of the episode. Uh, Yeah. And well, I think it's some of this but also she has realized she realized that omer was the biggest player right now and she knew she had to make a big play to for her final jury yeah um where romeo is not a play because he's like a non-entity based off of what we've seen from him so far right. um we get a quote from marianne where she says the jury saw omer go from a caterpillar to a butterfly that's the name of the episode which is also kind means of I was right because I guessed that she would say it. Oh yeah, which is what uh, 
what is like Marianne realizing like, oh, I need to take him out. I need to also turn into that butterfly. Um, Marianne tells Mike that she has an extra vote here to kind of garner his trust, which is a good, like this is a perfect use of sharing knowledge in a limited fashion because she also has an idol, but she's not telling anybody about that. Yeah. But an extra vote's like not as huge of a deal, even though it is like and was played excellently in this episode to full power. Um, but that was a good thing to like get some trust here. But she does tell think... she does talk about the idol, does or no, she doesn't. Not to thinking, them. Yeah, I was thinking to Romeo about what she said, but that's just about the extra vote. She I don't know if she is like thinking this far ahead or not, but it is such a great move to like be kind of loose with the information about the extra vote so that people think that you like can't keep a secret. Yeah. While keeping that idol, especially with like trying to do a big move this episode because someone did a big move last episode because like theoretically she should be like for the same reason that omer is the target this episode she should be the target next time yeah but she has an idol and no one knows about it and it would be like the winning play i think to like convince everybody like hey no that's all i got sorry and then like protect yourself it might be what sends mike home or Jonathan, yeah. like if one of them doesn't win the the challenge, like, or no, it won't be Mike because he'll play his idol. So he won't go next. So yeah, it'd be maybe Jonathan or Lindsay might get screwed by this. We'll see. Or Romeo, I guess, but he's not winning, like no matter what the results of the show are. Right. I don't think. Um, Marianne tells Romeo, Lindsay and Omer that Mike is getting like worried, paranoid. Um, they want Jonathan gone. Mike's talking to Jonathan. He doesn't trust Lindsay or Omer anymore. Um, so just kind of getting the rounds at camp before we head into the challenge. Um, this is a challenge we saw very similar to last season where they are like in the middle of a reel of rope and they have to uncoil themselves by spinning in circles and then climb over obstacles and put a puzzle together. Um, and they get either a save reward or a sweet reward. I did like Marianne's tactic here where as after she i will say this season last season i felt like they didn't get dizzy so much like i feel like they didn't we didn't see the dizziness take effect that much last season this season they were struggling hard you could tell they were all very dizzy yeah it was um and marianne did a technique of spinning the opposite direction to kind of counterbalance which apparently from what some people said online like can work oh like i've done that before if i felt dizzy um and so and they all I always kind of thought it might be a placebo effect thing, but that could be, uh, this is a good challenge that it doesn't have, like, it's not like strength so much, but just like balance and agility. And then it has a puzzle at the end, which is a nice, almost like equalizer of sorts. Cause every single person is at the puzzle before the challenge is over, which is what I like to see. It's been a while since we've had a challenge like this. I feel like, yeah. Um, how do you Jonathan... feel about this kind of puzzle? We've talked about like the vertical puzzles and the like circle puzzles. This puzzle was fun because it was like putting building blocks on top of each other, but there were like four posts. So you had to like line them up. Yeah. The thing that was weird, I wanted to get a better look, but I think some of the pieces too, like the picture side, some of the pieces were like the picture was on both sides. So it was like front and back. And then some of them, it was like only the front or only the back. And I had to like fit together weirdly. Like I think it, yeah. I think it's probably harder than what it looks, and I thought it looked kind of tricky. 
yeah, I thought this looked pretty hard and, but like, uh, yeah, I would be interested in trying to like find one of these puzzles because they looked fun. Yeah. The Jonathan and Lindsay are the first two to make it to the puzzle. But despite that, um, Omer, who is like third to the puzzle, ends up winning and finishing the puzzle first and he gets a win. Yeah. Um, there was, after he wins, Mike says, oh, I had it too. And like his puzzle had like three pieces completed. Yeah, I couldn't tell if he was like making a joke on purpose or just I think being he, ridiculous. Maybe. I think he was saying like he finally figured out like how it works kind of. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Um, and so they get the choice. Jeff gives them the choice of he can take grilled chicken and veggies and he gets to take one person with him or he can or no, he gets to take two people with him or he can take chocolate cake and cookies and he gets to take three people with him and so because it gets an extra person he chooses the sweet treat um, and chooses Romeo Marianne and Mike to take and so Jonathan and Lindsay uh, have to go back to camp he does tell them that they should eat all of their rice um, oh this was a nice uh, split because Jonathan and Lindsay we've already seen this episode like both want each other want each of each other gone and so having them like have to sit together at camp is kind of fun which I think was kind of Omer's point. Like, I don't think Omer was ever going to take Lindsay because he knew that he could trust her yeah. to be back at camp. And so, uh, yeah, he wanted to like to leave her to strategize separately. I think that uh, he really should have gone with the chicken and veggies here. Yeah, I think so too. Oh, for the Lindsay thing, I agree with that. But also like as much as you trust somebody, you also can't ever be 100% sure. So having it be her left with Jonathan, who's probably like the least likely person for her to like team up with is right. Safe I thought he should have done the chicken veggies and left Lindsay behind with like Jonathan and Romeo. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I think that would have been the better choice for fuel just because uh, cake and cookies isn't going to fuel you really. It'll taste great for like the moment you're eating it, but then they probably feel awful afterwards. Yeah, exactly. I was like that probably would not be good mm -hmm. um we get we're on day 22 during all of this when the show goes through 26 days so we're almost to the end they don't have to that much left survival wise um lindsay tells mike that if john doesn't doesn't win immunity then mike is safe um because jonathan's going to be the target but she's basically telling mike like jonathan's my main target but if he gets immunity you're my target next like you're going to be the yeah. target um, Mike and Omer know that Lindsay has an idol, which I included in my notes just because I wasn't sure like who all knew about that advantage amulet. And it's important that other people don't know about that mm -hmm. because by the end of this episode, everybody knows about it, but it is like shocking for like Marianne, for example, who thought she was close to Lindsay, who had no idea about this thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Mike takes that and tells Jonathan and Marianne. That's where Marianne is upset that she didn't know about the idol. Um, and then we head to the immunity challenge, which is, um, like getting over obstacles and then, uh, like a puzzle piece of putting stairs together, getting up a ladder and then guiding a ball through a table maze. Um, this was another one that was like kind of close as it got to the staircase building. Um, Omer was the first one to get to the ladder with Lindsay right behind. Um, she's the first to the table maze and her and Jonathan are like neck and neck but she pulls out the win. Um, this was pretty suspenseful. I really didn't know who was going to win. I was like trying to watch with like how they were editing it, but I had no idea. Yeah, it was great. And also these table mazes looked really fucking hard. 
but yeah. really fun. Mm-hmm. I thought both the challenges this episode were good, yeah, mostly because we've been we've just saw like so many balanced ones in the past few episodes that it was nice to get a change. Um, so then we get a little bit more strategizing before tribal council. Um, Jonathan tells Lindsay that they should go for Mike. Omer um, tells Mike that he and Lindsay and Romeo are going to go for Jonathan. Um, uh, Marianne says that she can go with that plan or she can take the extra vote um, and with Mike and Jonathan can take out Omer. Uh, But Mike and Jonathan want to go for Romeo instead. I don't understand why. Was it the concern that Mike would, or yeah, why were they worried that Lindsay would play her idol on Omer? Yes. Because it was assumed that Lindsay would play her idol on herself originally, but then she won the challenge. And so she already had immunity. So she just has this immunity idol that she needs to use. Oh yeah, because it expires this episode. It expires. So they were like, oh, she's clearly going to use it on Omer. And so with Marianne's plan, if uh, like if Omer had been beefed because Lindsay had played his idol on Omer, either Jonathan or Mike are going home. So they didn't want to go with that plan. They needed Romeo out, essentially. Yeah. So then Marianne, realizing that she can't get through to them, takes her plan to Romeo and been like, and this this thing, this interaction with Romeo was so good. Like her delivery of it was great where she's like, so there's six votes, right? Wrong. There's seven. I got an extra vote. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. Um, and so she wants to, she says she wants to do a split vote and have three people go for Omer and then the other two will end up on Romeo. Um, but it's basically her, she has two votes and Romeo's vote to vote for Omer and then other people can kind of do what they want. I was kind of surprised that there's a scene where uh, Jonathan and Mike and Marianne are talking and Marianne is trying to convince them of this plan. Um, and they're like, no, it is all need to go in on Romeo, yada, yada, yada. And she is like, no, you guys go on Romeo. Me and Romeo will go on Omer. Omer will be out. Trust me. It'll work. Don't worry about it. And they're like arguing about it. And I'm like, Marianne, they, they want to vote Romeo. You want them to vote Romeo. Just be like, okay, cool. Have yeah. it your way. Leave. And then you do your plan and everything's fine. Um, which is kind of what happens a little bit yeah but i wanted her to be like okay you're right we'll do romeo bye bye my guess would be maybe it was just so because she knew that like they would talk to omer at some point too was to have them not try to get convince omer to go for romeo also because that messes with her numbers oh that's true but like omer would never go for romeo right but like I mean, they're down to only like six people talking. So everybody's going to talk with everybody about votes. And so, yeah, that's true. She needed them to know like, okay, Omer's vote needs to not go for Romeo. Like we need to do something else. Um, There is another short conversation between Lindsay and Omer where they decide not to play Lindsay's idol because if they do, they think that it will go back into circulation yeah, that was their concern that they'd rather know where it is than it get played and then it get come back into circulation, which I th- is faulty logic. I think like one, I we don't know that much about idols to be fair. So like, but I would guess that this late in the game, there's not going to be a new one going back into circulation. Or even if there is, I wouldn't think it would be this specific one because it expires this episode. It's like why right. would they think it would go back in? So, yeah, sure. I was just like, 
it I felt like I was missing some survivor knowledge that I needed because I was like I they if you use an idol it like gets re-hidden somewhere like that's I feel like important and something that I don't think that we've really seen. We've seen it not from use because we've literally never seen an idol actually used to nullify votes. Um, but we've seen it that if people get eliminated with an idol, it comes back into circulation. So it's a similar thing. Like, Yeah. Okay. I guess I assumed that like it was different if you actually used it because they wanted to see them used. Gotcha. Um, yeah. I was surprised that Omer didn't push because I think Omer is involved in one of those conversations. Yeah, it's just the two of them. Yeah, I was surprised he didn't push back more like, no, you should play this on me. Like, what are you thinking? Uh, but I guess that's how confident he was. Is He was like, eh, that's fine. Like, let's not put it back in circulation. I'm safe, which shows what he knows as we head into tribal council. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have anything noted down from the conversations that happened, actually. They talked a lot about being survivor confident mm. and how you can never be really sure. But like, they talked a lot about just the game of strategy of like i know what i'm doing and i feel confident what i'm doing it's if i feel confident if other people are telling me the truth and it was just a lot about like can you believe your allies uh yeah Ooh, th this is probably a good time to talk about the bomb maybe not a bomb the info that got dropped in the entertainment weekly post-game interview yeah. so every player when they get eliminated they like ew always has an interview with them and omer and his uh reveals the information that he had an advantage we didn't know about like that was completely edited out of the show which is called an idol nullifier which we have not seen before but is basically like a nope for an idol i viewed it as that for like if anybody's ever played exploding kittens you've got the nope card where you can like nope yeah. what people's actions are that if somebody plays a hidden immunity that omer would be able to like pop out his idol nullifier and just be like nope you don't get that which my i'm i think what i've gathered is it only works on played idols not one idol like if you win oh, an idol in a like, challenge like not you can't the immunity necklace but right. like yes hidden immunity idol yeah, right. yeah um and so yeah so that got edited out um because that yeah that never came up and i feel like that would have been active in conversation but i guess not yeah i think that uh from that interview that i also read there was a lot of talk about like that is actually what led to Mike and Jonathan not trusting Omer as much because originally like Omer had it, but Omer and Jonathan found it together and decided oh, right. that they weren't going to tell anybody about it. And then Omer did tell Lindsay and then it got back to Jonathan that Lindsay knew. And so that is kind of how like the Jonathan Omer duo that existed in the beginning of the season broke up, which like looking back has definitely happened, mm -hmm. but I don't think I like really clocked when that happened. Right. And apparently that is how that happened. Yeah. That's uh, one of the reasons, apparently, why he gave the idol back to Mike, because last episode, it was a question of, like, he could just keep this idol that Mike gave him so that it, the knowledge of power couldn't be used against him, blah, blah, blah. But Omer was like, I am going to give this back to Mike and then just, like, nullify it when he tries to use it at Final Five. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they go vote. Um, Omer's gone. He says, good job to Marianne. Um, he like realizes it as the votes are coming out and knows that it was Marianne who like orchestrated it. Um, Lindsay says that she didn't know that's how it was going to happen. Um, I made a note that this was really Drea's doing that like caused this basically like her calling Omer out at the end of last episode, like they showed us at the beginning was like putting him on the radar that like he's been making plans. And so that's what kind of put the seed in like Mike or Marianne's head of like, 
hey, if we can take out this big player, that makes us a big player. Yeah. Um, I would have loved to see. I really am sad we don't have the Ponderosa videos this season for a couple of reasons. Like there's been some big plays like this. And so it'd be nice to see like the aftermath of those at Ponderosa, but also like everybody's recently has been like so kind and like nice. And like Jeff pointed out last week of like, they've been competitive, but also uh, what's the word? Not compassionate. Like, uh, I don't know, congenial friendly. Um, yeah. And it'd be nice to like see them hanging out at Ponderosa. Although um, Omer's EW interview also seemed to imply that Ponderosa was not super nice and that people were a little more bitter than they let on. Yeah, that's fair too. Um, he got voted out three to two to two, which has happened five times before, but we have not seen any of them. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that's all from this episode. They give us a preview for next week. Um, they show Romeo making a fake idol. Um, they show Lindsay running around looking for something. So that makes me think she finds like maybe a hidden advantage, but like, it's like the one Drea found earlier. That was like, you got to find some clues, follow some clues to get it. Maybe, uh, at this point, like at the beginning of the finale in season 41, there was like a hint to an advantage and like, they all got a hint in like their tree mail. And they had to like oh, that's right. go yeah, and yeah. it was like a scavenger hunt that then gave Erica a like uh big advantage in the challenge. Oh yeah, it was a huge advantage. I'm trying to remember yeah, what she, that was. She like started with like half of the ladder already made or something. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, but wasn't that yeah, it'll so it'll probably be something similar to that. But that advantage that she had was for like the challenge that we just saw, wasn't it? It was, but that was not. It, it was at the final five because it was like on this new island we have hidden stuff yeah okay because now they're headed to a new island they have to start their camp from scratch right which i think if i were them i would just like sleep on the beach for a couple days yeah i mean it depends on how the weather is like if it's pouring down rain that's not feasible yeah that's true um at this point too with all the advantages that we like at one point in the season we had so many different advantages i think now we are down to Mike and Marianne both have immunity idols, and that's it. Yeah. We also saw this episode. Uh, the amulets lose their power, which started in, like, the first 10 minutes of the season. Mm-hmm. And Marianne's extra vote getting Omer out, which she also got episode one. Yeah. And uh, Shot in the Darks are done for the season two. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So then for, like, our predictions and stuff we had last episode patrick already talked about how he correctly predicted marianne would say caterpillar to a butterfly i predicted omer would get eliminated next and i was correct that one is less patrick predicted omer would be the winner and so he was i don't know what you mean by less important because that seems like a pretty big yeah error Uh uh-huh um now talking of importance omer leaving means patrick is the first person out of him me katie and bianca to be down to zero players on their fantasy team even though bianca lost like the first like five people or something like that uh she still has two people i have two people and katie still has three people it's just one of one of bianca and katie's is romeo and he doesn't get a lot of that's true um yeah i am definitely not winning anymore which is very unfortunate but you know what technically katie could beat me if Romeo and Jonathan outscore Marianne by like 
340 points in the finale, which the top score so far this season is 405 points by Drea. So that's uh, not happening. So I will be winning fantasy, which is fantastic. We do need to name an MVP for this episode, though. Oh, I mean, easy. Marianne? Yeah. Yeah. She which... did it. Use the extra vote perfectly. Have we actually seen an extra vote? Did we see any last season get used, like, usefully? In season 41? Um... I'm trying to think. Like, this season we saw, like, Drea played her extra vote, but it was just, like, she knew she was getting eliminated and using it to use it. There was, like, Shan used one that ended up not being necessary but like oh it was like the one where she like used it to split the vote yeah yeah this was a really really good use of one with marianne here where essentially two people voted out mike even though it was like a two 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 tie and that extra vote put hers vote over the edge to get omer out yeah it was this that was a funny or fun to watch the jury react when it was tied two two two, and they were like oh, a tie, and then Jeff's like, and one more vote, and they're like oh, another vote. The jury was very fun throughout yeah. this tribal council, and they did a great job putting all of Omer's votes at the end. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What do they get if they? Is it? Does she get fifteen? Uh, she gets thirty for both of us. Oh, it's ten, ten, and then thirty. Um. All right. Cool. Uh, so we need to do our predictions for how the final five is going. Um, so I think I'm going to stick with mine. So I last week had said that Omer was going to be gone next, which was correct. And then I said it would be Jonathan and then Mike. And the final three would be Lindsay, Marianne, Romeo with Lindsay winning. And I, th- I feel like it might not be Lindsay as the winner now over Marianne, but I think I'm going to stick with that just for the sake of sticking with um okay i get to change everything while you're thinking of that uh just to run through the other guests from the season katie and bianca in episode one said jonathan mike and jenny is the final three and jonathan and mike are still alive so that's very good on their part going into the finale and then adol in episode six had said mike romeo and tori and mike and romeo still alive so that's good on his part um I have all three of the people I originally picked are out. All three of the people Patrick originally picked are out. So our guests definitely fared way better than we did. Okay. I'm going to say Lindsay is out next. Yeah. So um, essentially like John, or Mike and Marianne both have idols that expire at final five. So they need to play theirs. And so assuming they play it on themselves, they're safe. And then whoever wins the immunity challenge will be safe, which is probably not going to be Romeo just because he hasn't been like a competitive person in any of the challenges but who knows omer wasn't really either and then won something this episode so yeah so it's down to i feel like Lindsay or jonathan is the person gone next so we're split yeah which i i was like oh i'll say that jonathan will win the challenge i guess yeah uh but then i think then jonathan uh at fourth which i don't feel great about because that means like losing fire making but i'm thinking like maybe if marianne wins that challenge or if romeo wins that challenge or even if mike wins that challenge i don't know if any of them would pick jonathan so he might go to fire making and lose yeah it's tough like yeah i think you're right there uh because i don't i don't think there's anything wrong with them picking jonathan as the final three because i don't think john the jury's gonna pick jonathan as a winner I don't think the jury is going to pick Jonathan or Romeo as a winner in general. So like, I think either of them is a safe person to choose to come to the final three with you. Like, I think at this point it's Lindsay, Marion and Mike are the only viable winners. 
Yeah, I was actually just uh, typing out. I think like, I think Marianne is most likely and then Lindsay and then Mike and then Jonathan and then Romeo. As in like, I think Jonathan would beat Romeo. I think Mike would beat Jonathan and Romeo. I think Lindsay would be all of them. I think Marianne would be everyone right now. I think I agree. I might swap Mike and Lindsay on that. It's just tough. Like it just comes down to what the jury's thoughts are on Mike is a liar and he's the worst. And so he doesn't deserve to win or he like made some plays. Cause Lindsay, I think has made some also, but they've been like quieter and not shown to us maybe. And so I just don't know. It depends on how people saw it. Like, like Erica last season until the finale, I wouldn't have chosen her to win at all. But then in the finale, like we got to see more from her and hear a lot more about what she did in final tribal council. I was like, Oh yeah, she deserved this win. Which is, I think kind of why, like we have seen some of Lindsay's quiet stuff. And I think maybe they learned a little bit from Erica of like, we need to show a little bit of that. Yeah. So that if she comes out defending it at final tribal council, it doesn't feel like it's out of nowhere. It would be great to see Marianne win for all sorts of reasons, but yeah, so we'll see. I did see something this week that if Marianne were to win, she would be the first black female winner since Vesepia in season four, which is wild. Yeah. Like almost 20 years. Exactly 20 years. Almost exactly. She just, I just saw a post about Vesepia celebrating 20 years since winning Survivor like last week. That's nuts. Uh, All right, cool. Um, Then next week's episode, the finale, is called It Comes Down to This, which I'm going to predict Jeff says. Oh, damn. I also was going to predict Jeff said that. I'll say um, Lindsay. Um, All right, cool. So next week, we will have on Katie and Bianca to talk about the finale. Um, Patrick will have to do something in my honor for winning fantasy. Um, And then we are going to, we were just talking about this before we started recording our plan for the summer. We think we will get through three seasons before 43 premieres in the fall. So um, next week's episode will be the finale for season 42, obviously. Then the week after that, we will jump back into the old seasons with talking about season 10, where we're going to do like just one episode about the season 10 premiere. And then we're going to do like batches of four episodes at a time which I'll remind you all of this next week as well, but we'll go through 10, 11, and 12 through the summer, um, just at like a little bit of an accelerated pace um, before season 43 comes back in the season. I'm excited because I think 10, 11, and 12 get into some stuff that we get to. One of those seasons includes the introduction of immunity idols, I believe. Oh, really? Okay. Um, And I think one of them might deal with Exile Island, which we've like technically kind of, a little bit seen with the pirate season was like the i can't remember what they called it then but it was like kind of like that but we didn't actually get to see yeah. them doing anything on exile island the outcasts yeah um, then 13 which is the one we're going to stop right before i believe is the separation by race oh uh which i've heard actually like i feel like i've heard is actually like a fun season even though it's an awful premise um but i don't know we won't get to that till like winter didn't realize you thought segregation was fun chris it's what i've heard is what i said (laughs) (laughs) um okay uh let's do plugs you got anything to plug oh i've been thinking about this all week of what i wanted to plug um i'm gonna plug two things 
The first is the board game Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective, which I originally heard of actually from past guests on the show, Kieran and Jake. Um, It is, calling it a board game is a little bit weird. It is like you're given a little bit of information about a uh, mystery and then like a map of the city and and some newspapers and like some stuff and you have to follow leads and try to find out what happened with this mystery. Kayla and I have been doing it together a little bit. It's pretty cooperative. Yes. Yeah. It's just like, I mean, you could play it on yourself or you could play it with a group of people purely cooperative, just like let's solve this mystery together. Is it replayable or is it a one-off? It is a one-off, but like my box has like 10 different things in it. Okay. Um, It's pretty fun. and like very well made. The other thing I'm going to plug is the podcast because that's all I do is listen to podcasts. Um, called Newcomers with Nicole Byer and Lauren Lapkus. Um, each season they take a different like media property. It started with Star Wars, I think. Um, that they that neither of them have ever seen, and they like watch through it with different guests and stuff. They're currently doing the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And specifically, I mean, like, the whole podcast is pretty fun. This week I listened to the episode on Ant-Man, and I have, like, laughed every time I have thought about their discussion of Ant-Man. It's really, really, really great. There's, like, uh, there's a running gag where Nicole Byer is trying to date their guest's roommate, and so he keeps seeing if they're home so that she can meet them via Zoom. Um, It's just, it's a really fun time. Uh, and Nicole Byer and Lauren Lapkus are both hilarious comedians. So yeah, newcomers, specifically uh, the episode on Ant-Man and Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective. What do you got? Um, the outdoors, the sun, just, you know, hanging out outdoors. I live in Seattle and it's been a, we haven't had much of a spring. It's been like still rainy and dreary longer than it normally is here. Um, but like, Friday, the sun decided to join us in Seattle. And so it's been nice. Got some outdoor time, hung out outside a lot yesterday, went to the zoo this morning. It's just nice. Ooh, nice. Yeah. What, so, uh, what's the, if you could only plug one animal from the zoo, what would you plug? Sloth bear. Good answer. <laughs> For what I saw today, a lot of the animals were not out today. Didn't actually get to see very many animals like at all. Uh, but there was a newborn sloth bear that was only like, five months old um that its dad or mom was pushing around uh that was great to see that's um, fun yeah yep that's what i got okay uh, other if you if you need i don't think i talked about this last week maybe if you're looking to binge something that uh is a fun easy binge uh that's full of just tons of tiny good bites uh shark tank been watching a lot of shark tank mm. i've probably watched like five seasons of shark tank in the past like three weeks uh damn it's just lots of it's like flies by because every episode is really just like four, 10 or 15 minute episodes because it's just like each new product that gets pitched. Um, and it's kind of fun to just like watch the product. And then you it's one of the sort of thing like watching the Olympics where you instantly become a professional, like capitalist f- investor where you're like, no, what are you talking about? Those margins are awful. And like you just like no business, even though I don't actually know what most of that means. I just can fake it. Yeah, so, yeah, that All is right. that is how I feel. I've been watching Top Chef a lot again. and Oh, yeah. What season are you on? All-Stars. Which All-Stars? Season eight. Okay. They do. There's like three All-Stars seasons. Uh, 
Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 And you're you like are watching through like in order. Like you haven't seen beyond season eight ever. Right. Yeah. Great. Oh yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Oh, I love yeah. Top Chef. Um, yeah. And I know a lot about cooking because of like similar to your Olympics thing and Shark Tank thing. I just feel like I know clearly you should never do that with you know foie gras. Yeah. And uh, Top Chef is a fun one. I watched that with uh, previous guest Lauren a lot. And it's fun because like when they throw out the challenge, we'll always be like, okay, what would you do with this? Like, what would the dish that you would make be? Oh, that's fun. Um, and we've watched enough of it now that usually one of the things we say, like one of the contestants will actually be doing. Oh, wow. Um, or like some form of it. But yeah, we've been watching a lot of there's a Food Network show called Tournament of Champions, which is hosted by Guy Fieri. And a lot of the contestants on that are people who've also been on Top Chef. And so like lots of crossover there. And that's got some fun challenges in it as well. Um, all right. That's probably enough plugs for a Survivor podcast. Uh, so next week, we'll talk about the finale. If you would like to email us your plugs, anything, email us at tribalcouncilpodcast at gmail.com or tweet at us at tribalcouncil20. And as always for Tribal Council, this is Chris signing off. This is Patrick. And the tribe has spoken. Oe, 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 I. Oh, yeah.